0: Everybody, uh, welcome back to the Music Buds podcast. This is episode number 47, and my name is Henry. Uh, this week, I'm honored to be joined by the singer songwriter Bosky Brown, uh, also known as Marley Miller. Um, Mara, thank you so much for taking the time to talk. As I've told you before, I really do love your music, so thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Well, how's life for you, first of all, these days?
1: It's weird as it is for everybody, you know, um, having a kid during COVID hasn't been easy. Mm -hmm. And I was really planning on getting started on music right around the time COVID hit again, because I took a long break when I had my daughter. Mm -hmm. So it's been weird, but I didn't lose my job or anything. So, you know, I can't complain.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, now, I know you've, you've talked about this uh, in the past, but how is it that you got started with music? Was that something you had always wanted to do?
1: No, um, I, I, was, um, I was in Denton and I was an art major, but I had been going to shows. I guess I started going to shows when I was probably 15. Mm. And um, I lived in a really small town and my parents let me drive like an hour and a half <laughs> and gave me like a 2 a.m. curfew. And I just started going to shows. And um, so I was really into music from as young as I can remember. But I was an art major. um, But then um, I kind of just decided I didn't want to do that. Or I don't know. I think probably it was more like my art transitioned more into doing music. Mm. Because probably in a way I would consider myself an artist more than a musician in some ways. Yeah.
0: Right. What were some of whether it was a, at a concert or or just on your own? What were some of the artists that first connected with you?
1: Um, I it was really in Denton. That's when I mean, I, of course, I loved going to see bands when I was like fifteen and sixteen. But at that point, it's like real, really angsty. You know, mm. it's like listening to like, I was listening to straight edge and punk and Mm. hardcore. So it was just like a lot of like an emotional release, but probably when I really started falling in love with music was in Denton, um, probably watching the band lift experience that Mm. lift experience and Centromatic. They were local bands at the time and that just kind of sealed the deal for me. It's what I wanted to do.
0: Right. Well, h- how did you go from from that, from, you know, going to concerts, you know, enjoying music to, you know, produce, you know, recording music?
1: I just started, I started writing um, songs when I was in college that year in Denton. And I showed some friends at the time and they, they, they thought it was good. <laughs> and so really, and I know this story has circulated out, but it ended up being where My now husband gave like a demo because I had a friend who was um, doing demos for for bands. They gave a demo to Damian Gerardo and he liked it. And so that was kind of like um, at the beginning of blogs. This was pre 2005 Mm. and he kind of blogged about it. And it just kind of all I I was not ready to play at all. I had not (laughs) played in front of a person. I had not. I did not have a band, but I just kind of got like a little bit of attention, I guess, from that. Mm-hmm. And so, and that, that probably happened around 2003, if I had a guess. And then by 2005, I had a record out. And then I played my first show gotcha. in 2005 after I'd already gone to Seattle and done a record. It was, I, I did everything the wrong way.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess even for me personally i feel like it it could always it is always a daunting thought to go from you know doing a recording and then going to do a performance you know yeah. especially being kind of new to that was it was it initially kind of tough or was it just you, you jumped in and it and it went well
1: <laughs> no um i hated it it was hmm. horrible i never to this day i haven't really I'd much rather sit in my bedroom and make songs and record songs than I would ever love to go play them in mm-hmm. front of people, you know, like we, we ended up being well-received locally because I was lucky to find some great people to play with <laughs> right when we started, who were already fairly connected and we were mostly playing in Denton. And at the time it was um, Denton, Texas, and it was a really small place small town a lot smaller than it is uh, a lot smaller than than it is now and so we did well locally but a lot of it's just because everyone was nice and cool and you know understood kind of what we were doing even if I wasn't doing it very well yeah
0: yeah well, uh, jumping ahead a, a little bit, so you've had uh, a few songs featured in some of the films by David Lowery, mm-hmm. um, like like Pete's Dragon, um, The Old Man and the Gun, and then Ain't Them Body Saints. How did mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that collaboration start? How did that all get going?
1: So I was trying to remember, actually, the other day how it all got started, because this is probably like around 2005. Oh really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, and so it's been a while. Um, I think what what initially happened was there's another filmmaker, um, wonderful woman named Kat Camber, and she's done quite a bit. She's successful, and but this was way back when we were all still really young. And I, she saw me play in Austin, South by Southwest, and at the time she was doing um, a film called Jumping Off Bridges. Mm. and um, it was like, I think it was her first, gosh, I don't want to speak for it, but I think at the time it was like her first full length film. Mm. And so she was very connected in that small, I feel like the Texas community is really small, even Mm. though our state is huge. I just feel like it's a really well connected community, or at least at the time it was. So she used one of my songs um, for my first album, in her movie. And she knew David and there's another filmmaker who was out here named James Johnson. Mm-hmm. And they were all kind of friends if, if I'm remembering it correctly. And so I, I was really lucky because um, it was kind of like, because she used it, well, then they heard about it. And so I was in some of like David's, one of his earlier films, like before he was, Hmm. you know, kind of where he's at now. So he's just like an awesome guy who just kind of took along anybody who he knew at the time. And just because there's several other people in his films that are from, from here.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I remember uh, when I first saw Ain't Them Body Saints and I, you know, I hadn't heard of him or anything. Like I immediately knew it was such a special, I was so curious to know who was behind making that movie and of course he's gone on to do you know more you know more great movies but yeah really unique guy
1: yeah yeah and really um really kind and just you know just a good person who just kind of i don't know i just feel like it was really cool that from when we were really young you know all those years that he still kind of used used a song you know i was just really lucky to meet really good people
0: yeah uh, it is cool to, to think about, uh, like, well, of course it's you know, the director, it's, you know, his film, it, it is kind of cool to have, or I would think it would be cool to have a song featured in a, a film like that, just because, you know, you can kind of connect with people almost in, in like a third party kind of way. Like, you know, you can have your song heard in someone's living room, you know, as they're watching a movie or something. So I feel like that's, yeah. kinda, uh, uh you know, not something I, I would really think about initially, but I guess that's in a. I guess in a sense that's true.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, it's kind of like the best, like to have that opportunity, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And I did want to tell you that the the song Um Here We Are in in Ain't Them Body Saints, I when I heard that it and to be super vague, it really helped me in a really tough time. It just got, it was one of those songs that came at the perfect moment. And so I just wanted to tell you, I, and I still hold it very close. I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate that, that song.
1: Yeah. And I have to give, I, I did not actually write that song. Mm. Um, Daniel Hart, I believe is mm. the one that wrote that song. Mm. Mm. All the other songs I I wrote, but that one I actually did not write.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, it's, it's be- you know, beautiful in all ways, but, uh, Well, now in terms of like discussing, like I guess folk music and and, you know uh, you know singer songwriter genres, uh, I guess you can say I I think one thing that always pulls me in or keeps me interested is it just has a a pretty timeless feel to it, you know. And is that something that you think about in terms of your your interest in that kind of music, or is it just more more of a natural feeling?
1: Um. I think it's probably just like from my upbringing. I've probably never been. A, I've always been kind of an old soul. I feel like I'm an old person trapped in a well, not so young body now. <laughs> um, so you know, a lot of my taste is probably maybe maybe a little bit more traditional in in some ways and. Um, I definitely grew up in a very traditional setting, which I don't know, can, can lend itself to this kind of bubble that has this timeless feel sometimes. But yeah, I mean, I definitely hope that I write in ways that are, that are timeless and that it doesn't sound like, okay, this is, you know, 2010, 2010. This is what music sounded like then, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely kind of strive to do that, to to hope that it's always kind of um, relevant to me or that I could still listen to it when I'm old, old.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I know that... So you, you had um, Little C come out uh, in 2018. And then uh, I, I know you said you, you did take a break because you, you had a child. Did that... Mm-hmm was that kind of transition tough or was it just that, you know, of, of course, a, a child is, is life-changing. So was it just here, I'm going to focus on this for a while and then come back to it when I can or.
1: No, it was really hard. So um, I had my daughter in 2014 and um, I had just, I had just finished my next full link us and I was ready to go with a record label back to Europe and tour Found out I was pregnant, which I was really excited. I think at the time I was really tired and Mm. I was just kind of ready to say, okay, I have an excuse to stop. Like Mm. I can't, I can't do this. But I guess like a couple years in, I was pretty restless, like Mm. ready by 2016. Like even though it's amazing being a mom and having a child, it was a really, really, really hard transition for me. Mm -hmm. Um, had a lot of depression. It was just a really hard time. And so, um, I scrounged up the time to kind of do that EP little C and yeah, I guess that was about 2016, but I didn't release it until I guess, yeah, 2018. So no, that, that hasn't, that has not been easy. It, it's hard to be double-minded. It's, and it's hard to, um, you know, at that point, the record deal was off because I wasn't going to tour. And so that's always been really difficult now because in some ways, I feel like I kind of have to make a choice, you know, to be a a really present mom who's here or to, to try to do music. And the way at least music's worked for me is that it's really difficult to do it unless you're out there playing shows and
0: mm-hmm.
1: that just hasn't been in the cards for me for a while now
0: yeah uh, and it pr- really s- comes across as like a super obvious statement but uh, uh has being a parent really changed your outlook as a songwriter like you know you know changed perspectives at all
1: oh for sure I mean, I would say in the way I'm like the same, I have the same taste, like that hasn't really changed, but definitely the reason I'm writing and why I'm writing is very different than it was, you know, when I'm in my twenties or early thirties even. And then after just becoming a parent, it just, it just changes everything. So, you know, it didn't really change my musical sensibilities. It just really changed how I look at life.
0: Yeah. And and now in terms of you, you know, you've done these, you know, collaborations uh, on, on these, you know, films, but you've also done a lot of work on your own. Is it, are there, you know, advantages and disadvantages of both worlds, I guess, so to speak, you know, doing something on your own, as opposed to being a part, more of a group? Uh, Is there, you know, different things you like about both? Or is it?
1: Yeah, I definitely don't like Being alone. (laughs) Uh, I'm an introverted person, but for music, you know, I don't, I don't want to do it alone. And there's something really satisfying being around other like-minded people. And so that's been a really big part of difficulty with becoming a parent is because you know instantly my world kind of changed. I'm not, I'm not going to shows anymore. I'm not out with these same sorts of people, and um, I'm not like in this nice little music bubble with a lot of people who think and feel the same way I do and and I waited a long time to get that I grew up in a really small town I had a really difficult childhood Mm -hmm. so it was like music was sort of like my first kind of really great family feeling you know so it was kind of really hard to to step out outside of that and you you can still see people but it's just very different when you're not doing it Mm -hmm. anymore and um and and my my bandmate he ended up moving to seattle you know which was which was also really hard because we were really close friends you know Mm -hmm. um so so no i mean it's it's really been it's, it's been difficult, but, um, I, I went to September in September, I went to Seattle and I recorded another EP. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, um, after COVID stuff that I can at least, um, you know, play, play show here and there again. And,
0: and yeah. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, Cause I, I, I live in a, a pretty small town in, in North Carolina, uh, and I feel like as you were just saying, music really, even, even though, you know, I, I, I live in a, you know, thankfully a, a nice place, uh, still music, you know, of all genres, it really can be such an escape. And as you, you, you said, a very family feeling because, you know, you can connect with someone who you may never meet in your whole life, but they seem to have had the exact same experience yeah. in one way or the other. So Yeah, the, yeah great thing about music.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, although I I know it's not released yet or, or anything, what, is there anything you can say about the upcoming music or is it any, any particular vibes or, or feelings that you.
1: Yeah. um, Well, um, and I'm hoping to have it released in the fall. Um, It'll probably be another self release, but it's just going to be three songs. The EP is going to be called silent E. And it's, I went through quite a bit of trauma in 2018. And so it's probably going to be, I don't know, probably one of my darker works I've put out, but it's just my bandmate who did us and little C Jeremy Buller. It was just us two and we went and recorded it um, to tape in Seattle. So it'll be a cool little release and I'll try, I'll probably try to put out vinyl or a cassette tape. Of it
0: and we'll see <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, for sure well uh cool yeah well uh mara it's so nice uh, chatting with you is there anything else in particular i haven't brought up uh, anything else that you'd like to have said or or i just never like to leave anything you know no stone unturned <laughs> um no
1: i mean i'm just you know i'm really grateful for the career I've had and all the people I've met and, um, I think indie music's like the best in the world with the best people. And I'm just really, uh, thankful that I've had the experiences I've had and uh, met the people I did because I met like the best people Yeah, and I owe everything to them. So, Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Well, Mara. I mean, uh, as as I've said, you know, I, I you know, so many, uh, so much of your mu- your music has really impacted me, and so I, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. It's really good to hear.
0: Yeah. No problem. All right, everybody. Uh, I think that is about it for the show this week. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on your way out. Thank you so much. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Music Buds. So check that out so you can stay updated with new episodes, new content. Uh, Check out themusicbuds.com where you can donate uh, and learn more about the show. And yeah, well, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And we'll see you next time.